We're at the Josh Pitbull Torres Gym, first time here. We're talking to the champ about his return to the ring. Ten months ago is the last time we saw you. We'll see you back in there June 17th at quite a cool event, taking us outdoors. Josh Torres, thanks for your time. How you doing? I'm feeling good, man. Very excited to get back in the ring. Like you said, it's been a while since I was in that ring competing. I've been in the ring sparring, moving around, but it's not the same. So I'm very eager to get out there June 17th and put on a good show for the fans. For everybody that doesn't know, uh, there was a fractured ankle. Is what canceled your last fight? Yeah, I was training for my fight and I just had some bad luck. I hit a pothole. It was running early in the morning when it was still dark and fractured the ankle. So we've been healing, but we've been training, getting back in it, and now we're ready to go. What is that like when you're when you're on one of those runs, you're into your groove, and all of a sudden an injury happens like that? It's kind of surprising because it's never happened before. So it's almost just like a shock to me. It didn't feel real. I try to jump right up and I try to act like I was okay and I try to keep running, but it just it wasn't going to happen. So. I mean, I think things happen for a reason, so we took our rest, we recharged the body, recharged the mind, and now we're 100% ready to go. I guess I'm thinking about it. You don't pull out of many fights. I can't, that would be the first time I could remember you having had to pull out of a fight due to injury. First time I ever pulled out of the fight, yeah, and it was, you know, it was hard for me to do it, but it was just something that had to be done. It was out of our control. So what was it like, uh, the first major injury recovery? Um. It was bittersweet because, like I said, I, I was able to get rest, but at the same time, I still had my gym up and running. I had my fighters training, so it was hard to be with them, but not being able to train side by side with them. Um, but it was it was an eye opener. It allowed me to, I guess, see boxing through a different lens. I kind of put my coaching head on for a while, so I think it's going to make me into a better fighter in the long run. I think it was beneficial for sure. Yeah, what were those, some of those different, like some of the things that you learned getting that different view, not being able to get in there yourself? Yeah, like I said, it was just kind of seeing it through a different perspective, seeing it as a coach, um, seeing some of the things that we don't see as fighters, we see it from the outside, and I was able to pinpoint those things and kind of incorporate them into my fighting style and I'll try to fix some of the bad habits that I had in the past. Not just having the team, but what has it meant to you now having this facility together? Uh, it's been awesome. It's definitely been a long road. Anybody that's been there with me through this journey knows that we've worked, we've worked very hard for it. Um, I'm a pretty straight up dude. I, I wake up every day, I get my road work in, I go to work, I work my eight to 10 hours, sometimes 12 hours a day, and then I come and I train. So I think I'm just a, a good, true story and testament to the American dream. You just get up, you work hard, and things will fall into place, and, and you get what you, what you deserve. How long did it take for it to hit you that that's what you were doing? I mean, it's something I've always strived for throughout my career is to kind of just be an inspiration to people, but I think now, you know, over these past few years, I think it's all starting to take shape and I'm starting to realize uh, the fruits of my labor and everything that I put in is finally starting to pay off and I'm starting to pave the way and enjoy a lot of the work that I've already put in this game. Talking about being a coach, your protege, Maximus Moya, also on this card, what was it like just a few weeks ago when we saw him pick up that first professional victory? What was it like for you? Oh, it was a crazy experience uh, being there in the corner with him. I've watched Max grow up since you know he was just a little boy, and I've seen him 
and the hard work and dedication that he puts into this craft and to this sport. So it's an honor to be, you know, a part of his team, a part of his journey, and to see him progress. You know, now he's 1-0 with one KO, and I'm pretty sure eventually he'll be a champion, and, and uh, I'm just excited to be part of his team. Uh, what has the rekindling of the relationship with Top Gear Promotions meant to you? That's who I met you fighting under, and now you're fighting with them once again. Yeah, it's definitely been a blast from the past, and, and it's it's cool to be, you know, back with familiar faces and, and people that you're comfortable around. Um, Chris and Eva and everybody involved, Leroy, all those guys, they're like family to me. And, um, you know, to be part of this 10-year memorial for Johnny and keeping his legacy alive is just an honor. 10 years. Can you even believe it? You know better than any of us that are in here right now. Yeah, it definitely doesn't feel like 10 years. It just feels like yesterday. We were just messing around in the gym, chasing each other around, you know, horsing around, having fun, having a blast. But um, yeah, 10 years, and, and we're just trying to keep his legacy alive. It's not the first time I'll ask you this, but what does it mean to you to be headlining a memorial card in Johnny's name? It's definitely an honor because uh, Johnny believed in me. He, he saw a talent in me that I didn't even knew I had, and, and he brought it out of me. So just to know that I've still, you know, kept that along with me this whole journey. Um, a lot of people would have quit many, many years ago. I mean, I've had a rocky career. I've had highs, I've had lows, I've had wins, and I've had losses. I've had titles, but uh, Johnny's voice in the back of my mind has always kept me going, and I think he'd be proud to know that I'm still, you know, pursuing this, still having fun, because that's one thing that he always told me. He said, uh, don't do it if you're not going to have fun. And, you know, that's what I'm doing. I'm just enjoying this rack. Fight's going to be outdoors, Paradise Hills, golf course. Uh, what were your thoughts when Teresa and the team are presenting their idea for this event for you? Uh, I think here in Albuquerque, outdoor events are just always kind of sketchy. You just never know what you're going to get. But I was excited because we haven't done it in a while. Uh, it's always fun and what you know, I didn't know a lot about it But as soon as I went to the office and I checked out where they were gonna have it at it and I saw the potential in it It's a great venue. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I think the fans are in for a treat You've had some big fights here in the state uh, Title fights, etc. This time welcoming an out-of-state hungry unbeaten fighter in Reggie Harris What have you learned about your opponent in studying him? I haven't learned a whole lot, I'll be honest with you. Uh, there's not very much film on him. You know, he's up and coming. He's only 7-0, and but, I mean, when you're undefeated, you're undefeated for a reason. So, I mean, we're not underestimating anybody, even though he doesn't have a lot of experience. Um, we're just putting in the hard work like we always do. We train for every fight like it's our last. So, regardless of what he brings in, I'm going to be ready. And uh, we're excited and prepared to bring him home that victory. Is there a different spark of excitement for you when they tell you the opponent's going to be somebody that's unbeaten like that, a young, hungry prospect, versus another journeyman that we've seen kind of fight those guys here before? It does light a little fire in me because I know what it's like to be young and ambitious and hungry fighting a veteran. I've been there and I've done that, so now it's my job to be that veteran, to school the up-and-comer, and, -comer and uh, to come out victorious June 17th. I don't want to leave anybody out. I think through social media we've seen we've got a great camp here, but also the guys from Berlin, from Pettis Fighting Systems, people from Fit NHB, people from the Power Plant, all kind of been convening here. Uh, you guys, all this sparring group. What has that been like getting all these different looks and bringing all these different teams together? Well, I think it's what New Mexico is all about. I think for the most part we all support each other. And I mean, you've mentioned a lot of the names in there, you know, Fit NHB. <laughs> 
uh, Xavier from Power Plant, all these guys that helped me with sparring, it's just totally appreciated because without them, I wouldn't be able to get good work. So hats off to them for sure. What do you think the biggest difference in Josh Bilbo Tour is, is going to be now 10 months since the last time we saw him in the ring? I would say probably just this experience, you know, this whole journey between uh, having been injured, having your passion and your love taken away from you, it brings out a new hunger. So I'm excited to get back in that ring for everybody what we've been working on and to put on a great show. And also, gotta ask, because I know Maximus is supposed to be on the card. Are you pulling double duty in the corner in the main event? I'll be double dipping, man. I got my coaching hat, got my fighting hat, so it's gonna be a great night. We're excited. Is there a different mental preparation to get ready for a night like that where you know I need to have my focus there early and then worry about myself? Well, it's something I've never done before, so we'll just have to figure it out. But I've always been good at rolling with the punches and, and you know, adapting to the job, so we'll get it done. <laughs>